Hey guys, this is your host Gooby, and welcome to the Toon Balloon Podcast, our outlet to discuss, theorize, and enjoy our favorite webtoons with the occasional anime and manga sprinkled in between. In today's episode, my friends Bee and Panda will be joining me on a fun discussion of some of our favorite women from webtoons. In honor of International Women's Day, we decided to dedicate this episode to the many women who have inspired us in our own lives, and this includes fictional women. (laughs) I actually fell behind a little bit with my upload schedule, so you may notice us allude to a villain episode that was supposed to release prior to this episode. We have a lot of fun discussions coming up in the future, so I hope you can enjoy them with us. Now, let's talk. Women in Webtoons. All right, guys. So we are going to have a fun little discussion on... Some of the awesome women in Webtoons in honor of International Women's Day today. And, you know, technically it is Women's History Month. And I remember I went on to Google and that's the reason why I know. But when you go on the little Google page, it shows like these little parades. That is so cute. It's just this cute thing. thing. All the coolest things about women. Brilliant, resilient. And, you know, I think those are really cool traits that we want to look for for some of the awesome Webtoon women we are going to be listing out today. And I I think I want to know who wants to go first with like their favorite Webtoon woman out of all of the series we can think of today. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's a problem. But like my favorite, I guess, from the ones that we have in common. Oh, wait, wait. It's going to have to be Navi Air, maybe. Maybe, because she's a queen. But, I don't know. Grandma? Grandma. <laughs> Granny, definitely. Yeah, wait. Granny from Siren's um, Lament. Lyra, she's a queen, too. Oh, my God. No, I can't pick a favorite. They all just... We have Hera, who is our Hera. top queen. Top oh, queen. Oh, God. Oh, by the way, I'm Panda. Hey. Panda. <laughs> Gooby. I'm just like, I just jump in. I'm like, guys, we're all here. <laughs> this is the wonderful women of the podcast right here is B and P. Yeah, you know what? My my favorite powerful women are Gooby and B. Crap. I was gonna say that, but <laughs> with the other name. You can still go like Gooby and Panda. <laughs> I was you about but I did it first. Now, now I'm just jumping on a bandwagon. I'm just what the heck? It's just that we're on the same. We're you know what? Screw this! I'm Queen B. I am Queen B, and you guys are like other queens, so it works. Okay, cool. I have a crown like, today, know, guys. It's just that we're on the same wavelength. We're always like connecting like that. We've already had this conversation before, so it doesn't matter if I say it, you say it, because. We're the same. We're, we're just mother lovers. It, we're all saying it, you know? Yep. We are. We kind of are. <laughs> I love that we can yeah. just empower each other. Every episode we discuss exactly. together. And yes, definitely. I feel like 
whenever we talk about webtoons, anytime one of these main leads, like the female leads come up, we're always like, you know, just absolutely adoring these characters, at least a few that we thought of before we started having this conversation. Because I think like, we think of one, we're like, oh, shoot, that's someone we talked about in the podcast recently. So I think that's what's going to be really fun about this episode. So we already listed like we have Grandma and Lyra from Sirens Lament. I did want to mention her friend. What was her name again? It was, oh, shoot. Whose friend? Lyra's friend. She's also Sean's oh, sister. Oh, Sean's um, sister. I can't remember her name, but I loved her too. She was Chloe? such a sweetheart. Is it no. Chloe? I feel like I should have looked at I it before I mentioned her. I can't, really, <laughs> I can't really remember, but I feel like she was just such, uh, such a supportive character, such a supportive woman. And, you know, women, we need to help each other out, you know? And she was such a good friend for always being there, even when Lyra couldn't share everything about her life with her. She was still there for her, watching over her shop for her or, you know, just being there for her in general. And I'm like, that is like such a sweet thing because even I feel like even like some friends won't do that for everyone, you know, like no matter how good a friend, I, I feel like I can't be, speak English anymore. Anyways, no matter how good friends you can be, sometimes, you know, people don't just give up whatever and just like do all that for you. She was literally there for her all the time. She got on her brother's back for you know Lyra too. Like she was like, "Yo, what are you doing?" You know, like a good character. Why did I forget her name? I feel terrible. So, if we're gonna talk about Lyra, uh, if we're going to talk about Siren's Lament, then we need to bring up Aaliyah. And the reason I say that is because yes, some people are like, "Oh, she's the villain." She is straight baddie. One, two. Her development it makes me. She's so, I think she's empowering because she shows that, yes, it is okay to have emotions. I don't know why sometimes society makes it seem like it's not okay to not be okay. It's all right to not feel 100%. There's a drama called that. Sorry. You're good. (laughs) But it's serious. She, She seriously, she shows she has strong emotions and then she uses them. Yes, maybe in a negative way, but she says, I'm going to do this my way and does it. And she's like, I don't need no man to do this for me. Like, I'll do it myself. Yes. I feel like throughout the webtoon, we hear about the Poseidon, this great power. And automatically, when you hear the name Poseidon, we're thinking this Greek god who is a male. But I loved the twist, the turn of events, I guess, um, when it actually ended up being. Aaliyah and I'm like honestly what a body like yes she was the biggest villain of the webtoon but like there was a reason her strong emotions and you know from her point of view I guess she was helping others and this was her form of justice for for what like they didn't see the air quotes I'm sorry I did air quotes that's why I said it like that but anyways um that was like her form of getting justice for what happened to her and kind of letting everyone else who did turn into a siren get justice, I guess, to save themselves from the heartbreak that they were currently feeling. So in her defense and from her point of view, she was helping others. And, you know, it's, that's why, I, I, I don't know, I kind of get it. She's, she's a baddie. She did that herself. She didn't need anyone else. And she was just expressing her feelings and her emotions, just like be mentioned. So very very strong female character which i love and also like at the end she kind of redeemed herself she lifted the curse and 
gave everyone back their lives, I guess. And, you know, she, she did that. So she realized that she was in the wrong and she kind of, sorry to cut you off. No, she, <laughs> I feel like, you know, she really was able to like hit her stride and overcome like her grief because yet again, there is another woman in the, in their lives that is kind of helping them out to kind of overcome these you know, obstacles in their lives because she was having a difficult time overcoming her grief. And it was thanks to her seeing like uh, Lyra here, you know, essentially overcoming her grief over Sean and being able to become a strong character and kind of help be a supportive person for her that she really didn't have for a long time. And I think that was really powerful because I like seeing that these are two women supporting each other. And that's something that I think I'd like to see more in series. That'd be nice. Speaking of women supporting each other, I'm going to change the webtoon up a little and take it to Let's Play. Um, Can we just talk about Monica? Monica? Like, I love her. Like, she does not need to be, you know, so nice to Sam, but she is. She sees that Sam is slightly uncomfortable. And she makes herself available for Sam. She literally told her, like, hey, if you have issues, whatever, like, let me know. Here's my number. Here's my social, you know, here, here's my deeds or whatever. Hit me up. I'm here for you. And then I feel like she also really helped her boost her confidence with that. Like, she says, like, things that are, like, empowering for Sam. And for Sam, that's very needed because she feels so insecure with herself and she's shy and nervous. And she's just trying to, you know, grow as a person. So I feel like Monica being that way, being so supportive, really, really helps. And I just love women like that, you know, like that is just great. Like she might have problems of her own, but she's still out here helping other women. She's not downing her or like, you know, dragging her through the mud or just being rude because, you know, why? Like, what is the need for that? She's hyping her up, doing her thing. You know, she could have been like that jealous girlfriend or whatever, like, oh, why is she hanging out with Marshall? Why is she hanging out with my man? Why is she with Ben all the time? Like, anyways, <laughs> why is she always with him? Like, she could have been that person, but she wasn't. She was, a, she was mm-hmm. just beautiful. And that's Great. Inside like, and out. definitely what the first impression I, I had gotten from her was that she was initially going to be was just this jealous girlfriend. But in reality, I just love this big twist that she's just this very supportive friend. She empowers Sam, like you said. She makes her feel like she gives her opportunities to feel confident. She gives her tips, you know, because she tells her like, oh, your makeup looks a little dry. Maybe you should try it like expired, I think is what she said. And she's like, oh, okay. And or she gives her fashion tips or just overall, like, and I think she just takes her seriously, which is something yeah. that Sam needed. Exactly. Like she was giving her advice about like men and stuff like that when she was having her little ordeal with like Charles. And she's like, hey, that's not a problem. Like that is a very real thing. It can happen to anyone. It's not just you. Don't be embarrassed. You know, like I loved that because she's actually listening to her. She's not making her feel small for what she is going through, you know, and that's just so beautiful. And yes, like you said, in the beginning, I totally, I saw her and I feel bad for assuming things because usually when we see a character like this, you know, the girlfriend or, you know, the one that's like super hot, beautiful and like, you know, this like, sassy behavior or whatever you I think we're like kind of like we just automatically think oh my god she's going to be a problem throughout this but I 
was so so happy that she wasn't a problem. Like the excuse me, my voice just cracked. But the twist of events was like yes, immaculate, just friggin' kiss. I love that. Monica's probably one of my favorite characters from um Hong's play. And she's not even like one of the main, main characters, but I freaking yes. love her so much. Like I just want to see more of her. Like I feel like I don't exactly. see enough of her <laughs> when I read I that know, one too. I'm like, like, I need more Monica. Where is she? <laughs> exactly. Like when I see her, I get so excited because I'm like, yes, like let me see the queen, bro. Like we have so many queens and like all these webtoons, like I'm I just can't have a favorite. I really don't have a favorite because it's just all let's hop on to another webtoon. (laughs) Which we don't talk about though. I'm gonna bring up Hera because that is our queen of the gods. You know, we love Hera, so she will have a lot to say about Hera. (laughs) Our other queen will speak about our other queen. Yes, our queen bee. Exactly. (laughs) She's making all these like hand gestures and stuff like that. You guys can't really see anything, but we can, and I appreciate the beauty. I'm, I'm enjoying the view right now. Uh, my laptop fell and I look like a floating head right now. <laughs> uh, anyway. I'm sorry for my man chuckle that just came out of me, but that was hilarious. You're good. I, uh, I, I understand that I look crazy right now. No, you always look amazing. Like the queen you are. Are we just gonna flirt with each other in this in this um you know podcast tonight? Because that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't mind. Queen, you got me feeling like a book page because you could turn me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, please, I can. I I'm stuttering now. <laughs> I'm playing in here. I'm oh not gonna flirt. Someone send me tips. Yes. Oh gosh. <laughs> But uh, girl anyway, you're struggling for real. <laughs> so we, we we talking about Hera. I was gonna let you guys say your stuff because I'm probably gonna get on my soapbox. I love her. <laughs> it's okay. Take the mic. We took the soapbox because we we're talking about a webtoon you didn't know about. <laughs> it's, it's cool. True. It's fine. I was I was thinking about that. I was like, man, I should bring up webtoon they haven't read yet. <laughs> I mean, Not y'all either. probably have something in common that I I haven't read yet, but it's okay. That's cool. So Hera, she is the queen of the gods, one. Two, she is always holding herself at a high standard. I have yet to be unimpressed with her in a situation because she always has poise. She's always polite. But she also can have tough love. She can politely tell you to shut up and sit down. (laughs) I love that about her. It's right, but at the same time, she can turn around and be the nicest, nurturing person and give you what you need. She has the perfect compassion, tough love mixture, and I have yet to see it. (laughs) Did y'all hear that? Yes. My my husband is playing Elder something. What are you playing? Elden Ring. He's playing the Elden Ring game. There's a big man on the horsey. There's a big man on the horsey. We need to keep that part of the podcast. Do not cut that out. That was hilarious. We'll be able to cut it out, I think, because it kind of dived into her Hera. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. Um, Beautiful. Thank you. Uh, Anyway. But I have yet to see a 
panel where hair does not look absolutely amazing. The artwork, the the facial features, the chat box, absolutely everything about this character is phenomenal. I just want to add something. Like, Hera is beautiful. Like, yes, amazing. But, like, because of her character, the way she no. is. No, no, no because... <laughs> <laughs> Hear me out. You're gonna like what I'm gonna say. <laughs> she gonna feisty up in here. Is this her queen we're talking about? <laughs> I wasn't gonna say anything bad. She's my queen too, bro. But um, anyways, as I was saying, like she's beautiful. She's amazing. She's always looking great. Her fashion sense is beautiful, immaculate. But but it's not just that that's not like the only reason why we love her you know like that's not what makes her so amazing I feel like her personality the way she's so nurturing and caring about others she's always you know so empathetic towards others too that makes her even more beautiful not just her love because we can talk about beautiful characters all day long like you know I'm not gonna lie trash so she's a pretty looking girl but is her name some queenly name no we call her trash for a reason even though she's pretty She's not beautiful, you know, like inside and out. Hera, beautiful on the outside and beautiful on the inside. And that's what makes her even more beautiful in my eyes. I have used the word beautiful so many times to describe her because she just is. That's what I was trying to say, B. That's all. Okay, okay. That not was acceptable. 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 Thank you. You know, in the series too, like, you know, Leto is not going to be one that we're going to be like praising here. But the thing is, she looks so much like Hera. Yet when we talk about Leto, we think, when we talk about Hera, ah, you know, (laughs) it's like that Drake (laughs) Like They look so similar, but because of the way, what was her name again? Leto? Leto? Leto, Leto? yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter because (laughs) I don't give a crap. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I just dislike her manipulative character so much, but they have similar characters. They look similar, I guess. Beauty wise, I don't even want to say that. That sounds so insulting for Hera. Physically, like, physically, I guess they might have some similarities, but because she's such an ugly being on the inside, it like shows on the outside. And again, that amazes me. How are these artists doing that? Like, how can you? show the inside ugly on the outside yet your character is so beautiful but like you can see the ugly on their face when their personality is ugly like that's crazy it's so like real so talking about the ugly on the face made me think of true beauty because we've talked about uh joa and how she has these super dark horrible expressions and I must say that our Barbie Jew I love how she shows inner beauty as well as her makeup mm-hmm. uh, in the true beauty <laughs> yeah hey, I'm just bad in, <laughs> in the latest episode whenever uh, Joa is just like this was you in high school or in middle school ha 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 and is trying to like shame her Instead, she goes, you know what? She is, that is me. That's who I was, not who I am now. And let me let them know how you've always been. She had that development. She had that 
yes, this is my insecurity, but let me show you how my strength is and my weakness are together. Mm-hmm. Yes. Bam. Think, oh, yeah. Go ahead. No, go. I'm going to keep going. It's cool. <laughs> like, like Joo Young is just, you know, she had these, like, I think a lot of people growing with a webtoon were kind of criticizing her being naive. But I think the thing about her being naive is that it let her stay compassionate to people mm-hmm. and that's something that joa yeah. just does not have and the thing about that compassion is what was able to have joe young and sujin connect in such a way i was gonna bring her up yes <laughs> i love sujin too like obviously sujin had like her phase of being similar to joa but i feel like she was definitely not as intense as joa like that was joa is completely on a different level but like sujin sujin, sujin. oh my god i'm, <laughs> I'm so sorry i've got a k-pop I was like, why am I saying Suvin? If you don't know who Suvin is, she's a member from TXT. Love him. Anyways. Um. Yeah, you said Susan. And I was like, what? No, no, no. Suvin. Anyways, back to Suvin. I forgot her name now. Sujin. Okay. God, K-pop is always on my mind. Anyways, back to Sujin. Um, God, I completely lost my train of thought. Okay, yeah, her character development, immaculate. Like, she went from being kind of like this bully, manipulative girl who wasn't really, like, actually friends and didn't really, like, I don't know, like, make herself vulnerable to Joo Kyung. But now we they have this beautiful friendship and she, she's so supportive to her and, like, her relationship and just her in general. And I love to see it. And then... Also, obviously, we have to think about Joo Kyung before, back in high school or like when she was younger, she was so insecure about her looks, but now she's slowly like opening up and she trusted Sujin as well. Like, even though she went through so much with her, like she could have just completely dropped her off as a friend, like dropped her as a friend, but she didn't. She was the bigger person. She was compassionate. She was understanding towards her situation and was like, you know what? I'm going to be here for you. And you know what? I'm I'm going to open myself up to you so you can trust me. And like, that was such a beautiful interaction, in my opinion. Like, I just loved it. It was a relationship. I think it's like it my was, favorite part of the series. It really was just such a good arc. And it's one of my favorites because I just love seeing Julia really use her positive traits to really like help someone. And I think that's what made like her shine so much more as the story progresses after. Yeah. Another thing, like, I wanted to add, like, speaking of, like, inner beauty, that's what we were, like, saying, like, inner beauty makes the outer appearance also more beautiful. Like, uh, Ju Kyung, obviously, she has, you know, acne, and she doesn't think she's beautiful or whatever, but because I, I personally feel like she physically is beautiful, too, even if she changes her appearance a bit with makeup and stuff like that. But again, I feel like, honestly, because of her personality, she has such a great personality. She's so compassionate towards others, others and caring. And, you know, she's just, like, a good human being overall. And she's funny. She has, you know, she has a lot to her character. There's depth. It's not just, oh, makeup. And, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But, like, it's not just, like, whatever. (laughs) You know, like, she has such a good personality in general. And she's just so inviting, I guess, to others. And she's so, like, I guess people would say naive. But, again, I feel like that really, like you said before, it kind of, Ah, I don't know how to word this. It just she she was able to stay compassionate towards other people 
And that really brings out her inner beauty and makes her physically beautiful to me as well. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> this, this inner beauty, this inner idea of being awesome, it, yes, 100%, I agree with you that Barbie Jew totally has that. And I love that you can see her full makeup and without makeup, and she's still the same personality. The only thing that changes is the face. But we have to talk about Mama Bear producer Lee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Can we talk about how sweet she is, how caring she is, how empowering she is? Like she's helping Ju Young see that it's okay. And she was even saying, wow, maybe you could teach me how to do makeup because I think it's so wonderful. And then she's doing all this right after she's told Julia to, you know, sit down, shut up, doors on the outside, go. <laughs> I we love had, that. I love that. It was almost a harem moment. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> almost. Please stop. That's freaking hilarious. But, like, I love all the supportive women we have in these options as well. Like, not just the main character themselves. But like even the side characters, they're just such they're such great, empowering characters and women. Like I love that for our main characters. I'm glad they have like these people in their lives, you know, to be this empowering person and help them grow as a person. Yeah, like another one and I think another side character in that series, well, two of them is, you know, Julian's sister and then Suo's sister, uh, Selena, which Oh, oh my yeah. gosh <laughs> and they're taking it all apart <laughs> oh well I I think for those sisters both of them they're just so supportive for their siblings as well as just being mm-hmm. absolutely in amazing. general too mm-hmm. like um Ju Kim's sister is also supportive not just to Ju Kim herself but like to others uh, like her friends and like you know and stuff like that she was just super supportive to everyone same with selena she was also supportive of like ju kyung and not not just to suho like she was also pretty like you know she gave ju kyung good advice blah, blah, blah. she might come off a little bit strong sometimes but i feel like you know that she's good with that tough love i guess but also not she's not only tough love like she's also very i don't know empowering i didn't know how to explain it but yeah I just love these great characters that we have. I love that both sisters show that you can be in, you can be successful, you can be a boss lady, and also have fun. Like they both have this really good balance, and I think it's so funny whenever we see Ju Young's sister all of a sudden come back plastered, and she's supposed to be <laughs> yeah. one of these high up people, but then you also have Selena and. When she was first introduced, you kind of don't know if you're going to like her or not because she has like Dude, this baddie real. attitude. And it's like, all right, it's prove like, oh. yourself, make it worthy. Show me what you're working exactly. with. <laughs> uh, I love these characters. Like, I didn't expect things from certain characters and I expected things from others. And then, like, totally just flipped on me. And I'm like, excuse me. Like, do you remember the one girl in True Beauty that was like copying? Jukyung at one point oh and then my gosh, she was like a crazy yes. stalker like at first glance I wouldn't think anything of her like I thought she was okay she was just like whatever like it's fine she might be nice but then she gradually just got creepier like she was pretty 
But like, again, the inner ugly just came out and made her physically unattractive to me too. Like I was not expecting that at all. Can we do a hat tip to the artist to show how she goes from cute to creepy in the artwork in her facial expressions? Yes. Honestly, you, the artist, (laughs) queen, love you. I have two hearts for you right now, but you can't see them if you're hearing this. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So I kind of wanted to bring up um, Eternal Nocturnal because Eve, Eve already is just someone I find so relatable and just so fascinating as a, a female lead. And I'm really looking forward to more of her in the future. Because right now, I don't see anyone else in that series yet that has stood out to me other than Day's like cousin. Day's cousin. Yeah. Yes. I really I like- I think she might have something, but I'm not 100% sure yet, obviously. But so far, I really like Eve as well. Um, I, I can't wait to see more of her, obviously. But like, I feel like she has such a good- like a great personality that will get to be hopefully shine throughout this webtoon. But I already know I'm going to love her. Like she's going to be great because she, she's an amazing woman. She's helping out her friend, Sherry or Cherry, whatever, even though she doesn't need to, she's giving up a piece of herself to support her friend. I mean, yes, she's also financially getting gains from this because she needs it, but like she did this for her friend, nonetheless, you know, and like, that's crazy. Like, I do appreciate Eve's work ethic because I feel like she does work so hard to get the jobs. It's just her whole insomnia that kind of affects it. But it doesn't make her any less of a hard worker, which is something that I do appreciate. Mm -hmm. And I love that we're seeing this, like, kind of a character, I guess, in a webtoon because it's, like, it makes it more... This is a completely different topic, I guess. But, like, relatable. It's, like, you know, we're out here doing our best and, you know, so is Eve and... She is empowering in that way too, I feel like, because just because you're not what we like, the idea of success, you know, like she's not there yet, but she's still empowering because she's still trying. She's working hard to get to what she wants to be, to get to where she wants to be. She doesn't know what it is yet, possibly, but like, you know, she's still out here every day trying. And that that is very important, I feel like. That's a really good message that this webtoon Give me up and cool, a very empowering, amazing woman. Mm-hmm. There, I tied it back in together. <laughs> yeah. One thing that's also really cool, and we don't really see it a lot one, because this webtoon is kind of new, but two, because we don't really know how it's going to interfere. But she calls her mom, and her mom, instead of putting her down, saying, Oh my gosh, why can't you get a sleeper? Why can't you get a job? She's just well, honey, you have to understand your limitations and, you know, I appreciate what you're doing. Have you looked into other methods? Not not stating that what she's doing is wrong, but trying to show different perspectives because sometimes you need that outside looking in. So it makes me really happy that that's a, that's a female lead being helped by another female character, but it's also showing the realistic the the realism of the people that truly care about you say tough love things they say the things that you don't really want to hear see I feel like I guess that's kind of uh her mother I feel like we've seen part of um part of Eve's dream where you know 
or memories, I guess, where her mother wasn't supportive at all and like kind of made her feel small or whatever. And I guess as they got older, that kind of, I guess, is um, a little bit of character development for her mother as well, to what you said. She's becoming more of a, I guess, supportive, you know, realistic person in Eve's life that will give her like good advice because I, I didn't see it before. I thought she was going to be a villain kind of, but now obviously I don't think her think of her as like a bad person. But like from the childhood memories, I did think that possibly it was going to be like a toxic parent type of situation. Um, like in freaking romance, I thought it was going to be like that, but like it wasn't, That's thankfully. <laughs> we didn't we didn't dive into Navier. You know, obviously we we mentioned her in the beginning, but we didn't say obviously her amazing qualities and why she is exceptional. <laughs> I mean, do we even have to explain? Yeah, I mean, just like, breathe Navier and then you're like, oh, yes. Exactly. Navier. <laughs> like, she's just great. Like, you know, let's talk about Navier, though, since we all know her and I won't be spoiling anything. You're good. <laughs> I only have 20 episodes left, okay? Yeah, she's really close. (laughs) Well, now you kind of know. (laughs) Ew, what was that goofy laugh that I just did? You're you're having character development. It's cool. Appreciate yourself right now. (laughs) I mean, my character development arc, if you guys didn't know already, like, you know, listeners out there, uh, Panda is having a character development arc right now in her life. Mm -hmm. It's great. Why am I talking about myself like that? I don't know. It's the character development oh, I think it's getting to my head. I was about to say it's getting to her head. <laughs> so um, I, <laughs> I wanted to just list out a couple that I know you guys haven't read these in a bit. And then you guys could probably mention some that I haven't. I don't know. I think you got one that you can mention, B. So I'm just going to list out a couple. So I wanted to say Serafina from Unordinary because she is strong and powerful. And I think out of the whole series, everyone understands that she is OP. <laughs> which is something that I think anyone could appreciate out of a female lead it's like she is OP she is caring and she really it fights for her friend and I love that and then we have for me at least from Cursed Princess Club I have Gwen and her sisters because they're all so stinking supportive and the whole club if you haven't read that one yet it's just a club full of amazing friends they're so supportive of each other and it's just not that comic is so dang wholesome, but so many very, very powerful female leads, in my opinion, when it comes to just emotional support and learning how to love yourself. I think that's my favorite part about that series. And then, yes. And then I have, um, I know this one, uh, Panda reads, and that is, I love you. And I love you has Eugene and Shanae as mine listed. And I also wanted to include Shanae's friend, uh, not Maya, but <laughs> the but the other. Yes, she has the blue hair, right? It's kind of bluish. Yeah, it's like the bluish one. I can't remember her name at all. Mm-hmm. But like going to Shanae, I love her. Like she is such a strong character. I mean, I feel like she's strong to a fault, kind of. She wants to do everything herself. She's so independent, and I love to see that. And she's like so young. She's a teenager. And like honestly, that's nice to see though that we have like a young woman out here working hard making a life for herself trying to help her family making a life for herself without support from like a man which you will typically see I guess in like certain situations especially because she is so young you know 
she's not out here only leaning on her father. I'm not dissing men. I'm really not. But like, I just love to see that, you know, strength from such a young woman mm-hmm. character, you know? And like, she it's has beautiful. so much emotional resilience. Because it's, uh-huh. it's hard reading the webtoon and seeing a lot of the things that are kind of happening around her and her past. But to find that she's still just, you know, she's just, she's still going. Yes, she's just going. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I feel like sometimes, you know, we see women and we think, you know, women are weak, soft, crybabies, emotional, whatever, you know, but she's the complete opposite of that. Like the complete opposite of like your typical, again, I did air quotes, um, image of like a woman, I guess. Like, what about it? Like she is a fighter. She is smart. She is hardworking. She's out here doing like two jobs, like a job that a usual, a regular teenager would not be out here doing, you know, like if that's not resilience, if that's not a fighter, then what is, because she's out here going through all these things in her life and also supporting her family. And she's not like out here crying or complaining about it. She's just fighting through it. She's like, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be amazing. Mm -hmm. And I love to see that. Yes. And I love um, Yujing from that series too, because she is just, I think the one, because I think when it came to Kosuke constantly kind of being that <laughs> I have a very indifferent relationship with Kosuke's character, but I will say like, he does kind of irritate me a lot with the way he treats Chanae in that part of the series. But then Yujing coming in and just kind of being like, girl, you know, her recommendation was like, hey, pants probably suit you more. Because she was looking at how Chanae as a person was well Kosuke was just kind of looking at like a model of what he wanted exactly mm-hmm. he was just looking at you know this is a, a female that's all it was yeah. honestly <laughs> from a male perspective that's what it was for the image you think women in you know the business industry I guess and you'll think skirts pants like mm-hmm. you know not pants blazers with skirts and like skirty skirty suits or whatever they're called I don't even know but um that's not <laughs> That's not all women wear. We wear pants. And that's why, like, her, uh, I don't know how to say her name. How is it? Eugene? Eugene? Okay. So that's why I like her character so much that she, like, said that. You know, she's like, hey, like, try this. This is probably more you. You'll be more comfortable. And, like, you'll still be feminine, you know? Like, it's not, it doesn't have to be like, oh, you have to wear a skirt to be feminine. But yeah, that's why I really, really like her character, too. Oh my gosh. Okay, so then B has a chance to come and completely tell us everything about her love for men from FaZe. Okay. <laughs> so there's actually I I love the fact that they make her such this she she's she's kind of like a scary hero. And the reason I say that is because everyone is so scared because they don't realize how powerful she is but they also don't let her test to see how powerful her she is and that makes me feel kind of like why are you limiting her is it because she's a girl exactly they're underestimating her and it's holding her back from her true potential because she doesn't even realize how amazing she can be this being said, she also 
bends the rules a little bit and will do what she wants to because, you know, you can't hold that back. I really enjoyed seeing some of the uh, parts. I don't know, Gooby, I don't know if you got to this part, but um, cover your ears or something. <laughs> um, just the parts where she, uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Her childhood friend, the guy. Leon. That's not man. <laughs> Anyways, enough of me being a friend. Um, so when she meets him and they become friends and stuff like that, some of the parts where she's like bending the rules, breaking the rules, you know, doing her thing. Even though she's not allowed to, she's doing certain things. I really like seeing that because, you know, do you, queen. Have fun. Live your life. What about you? I love that you bring up her and Leon because he he was so scared to do anything. And she was just kind of showing him exactly. by example that you can go do things. Exactly. Like, she was such a strong character. She helped this guy out who was terrified to, like, be out in the real world. And she took him out. She, even though she probably was scared too at one point, she's such a tough character. She's such a fighter, fighting this world on her own. You know, all she has really is her brother, and even her brother. Like, I feel like he comes from a good place, obviously, but like, he's limiting her, and I don't know if he realizes that or not. But he definitely did limit her, and beyond, like she, she helped him so much. I feel like. He was able to conquer some fears and go out and, like, actually spend and have a good time with her, even though they were, like, breaking rules or whatever. Like, he was so nervous, but she was out here, you know, it's okay. Jump, it's okay. Like, do this. Like, I love that she was the one to help him out of his, like, little shell that he was in, in his little box that he was in. It is, and I'm really excited to see the development that she does with Shu. Yes, me too. I'm not very far in phase. Well, I'm like halfway done, but yes, I'm excited. Like, I love that she's like, I don't want to say too much because Gooby hasn't gone, but you know what? We'll talk about this another time. We'll have a podcast about phase. But I just love her interactions with certain people in the too. <laughs> I, I love that she is both incredibly strong and vulnerable. And it's just, it's incredible to see both sides of it because one of it, it makes it so relatable when we feel like we don't know what's going on and we don't know what to do, but then we can see how she powers through and it's, it's kind of like the embodiment of learning to dance in the rain. That's one of my favorite mottos because when the storm comes, some people run, some people hide, some people learn how to dance in the rain. That, that's I love my that. thing. That's so cute. Wait, I've Thank never you. heard that before. That is so cute. I love that. Yeah. I want to learn how to dance in the rain now. You would see, like, okay. So on other ones that I don't know if you guys have read, have you guys read uh, Suitor Armor yet? I read, I read a little bit of it. It's I haven't read up all the chapters, but anyways. So I love Lucia because she shows again she's one of those people that are she has to hide aspects of her because she doesn't know how people are going to react and now she's learning that she has this hidden power that no one realized um and she's just just the the power in learning yourself and realizing it doesn't matter who's around you you have to make yourself happy 
And that is, she's a powerful person when it comes to that. Um, there is a new one that I just started reading the other I day. Gonna, um, I was going to ask, uh, ask, I was going to bring up Love Me Not and Midnight Poppyland. Oh, that's Midnight Poppyland Poppy 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 is a good one. Uh, I was going to bring up. I love my cyborg because Hazel in that one. Have you guys seen read that at all? Mm-mm, that sounds yeah. cute. <laughs> so it's adorable at way. the moment. It's a little, it's a little creepy in aspects. But the main character, the main lead, her name is Hazel, and people think she's crazy because she's trying to help this guy. And the premise of the story sounds so ridiculous, and she's going completely out of her way, pulling strings to fight for what is truly good and I love the fact that she is she went from working a job just doing what she was told doing the best that she can with a smile on her face to she had a gun and broke into someone's house like wait excuse me what option is this yes it was I don't want to say a bunch because you guys haven't read it but let me tell you (laughs) Send me the name, Queen. That's all I Batty vibes. I'll find out. I'll what? find out. Give me the name right now. <laughs> it's uh, I love my cyborg. I love it. So hold up. Let me add this. Sounds like a baddie. I can think of another baddie. Um, what's her face? <laughs> uh, Rain <laughs> from <laughs> Rain from Homesick. Who's my oh my Lord. gosh! Yes. <laughs> I finally caught up. Oh, I'm, so I'm so bummed it's on a pause right now but I'm just gonna say she a baddie I am so impressed by her and girl girl the, <laughs> the fact that she wakes up on a rooftop and then instantly does not skip a beat and just starts going how doesn't even have time to pick up the pieces she's just like alright I got this pebble let's go <laughs> And I love that she is just automatically with, you know, I forgot his name already, but the one that has <laughs> um, Ogre, the cat, because Ogre the cat's amazing, but Rain is automatically like, I'm going to protect you. And I think it's just such a wonderful quality. And considering how far she's gotten in the series as it is, it's just that she is so full of power that we don't even know yet. And it's freaking awesome. She's a really cool character. So the, the the Merc, not Merc, that's with her. I, they're kind of, we haven't fully realized if it's like a girl or to ego or if it's like a guy. Not sure. Um, but I, I want to say that in some of the compassion with it, it is a girl. One, because I'm biased. And two, because we've literally been talking about all of these strong female characters so there's a part of me that thinks it's a alter ego side of it's her former self i don't know really like that this sounds interesting i have no idea what's going on it's panda panda brought up midnight poppy land and obviously poppy from midnight poppy land Okay, I love her. She's a sweet thing. She's just a fun female character. And I know she just gets so much more fulfilling as the series goes on. I love her. She's awesome. Like the fact that she's like 
sometimes she's like super scared and nervous, but yet she speaks her mind and says what's up with our main lead. Like, yo, he's literally a gangster and you're out here doing all this. Like, you're, you're not scared. I mean, the th- thing is, we know she's scared, but like, you know, she still does what needs to be done without even like um, I was going to ask you, did we talk about Age Matters already? Oh, we didn't. So Age Matters, okay. yes. Age Matters has Rose and Ruby that we would want to bring up. because I love Rose and Ruby. Like Rose, first of all, our main character. We have her. She, you know, in the beginning, we have like this kind of woman that's kind of insecure. Slightly, you know, her past relationship didn't go well. And then she goes into this beautiful character. Like, you know, she's working hard. Um, doing this job, learning, and doing amazing things. People love her. She has great personality. She's strong, and she's bringing a high five thing. Main character's name was me. Oh, shoot. The guy. How dare I forget his name? <laughs> Daniel. Daniel. Forget, I love him. Daniel. <laughs> Daniel, my man. Daniel. Oh, my gosh. Guys, forgetting your name. And Ruby. But we have him. Uh, yes. Ruby, I love her too. She's like such a supportive queen as well. So but like Rose, she is just like, you know, out here doing great things for the company, for herself. She's blooming in this like new relationship. And she doesn't let people just bring her down anymore. Like when her has B read this. B hasn't read has it. B... Oh <laughs> I, I don't know if I should say it. But anyways, I'm gonna say it. <laughs> so like when her ex is like, you know, best, he's like oh, I don't care what you have to say. I don't, you know, whatever. I'm doing me. I'm great. I'm happy. I'm not scared of you. Blah, blah, blah. I don't want you and I don't need you. I loved that. Like, amazing. We don't, she doesn't need, you know, she was, in the beginning, we see such growth in that because it's like, in the beginning, we see her, you know, so distraught over this man who left her in like a terrible way. And we finally see who this man is. And she's like, I don't care whatever you do you I'm doing me now I don't need you you might think I need you but I don't and then like the whole situation where she meets Daniel's family and um the one girl that possibly um like you know the one that's interested in Daniel I can't remember her name right now either it's been a while but like you know she she put up a fight like she was like you know what you want to throw hands I can throw hands too <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get a good punch in you know I oh, love that was yes. oh my gosh it's it's a really good series um and I do love that our female characters are just so sticking outstanding in there they, they they're fiery that's the thing they're oh, yeah. feisty, feisty characters and fire, and I love it and, <laughs> and Ruby's just there you know supporting all that and I love that too Mm-hmm. Like, hey, yo, a, get it. <laughs> yeah. there's such a colorful cast that it comes to their personalities like they're all just so vibrant and so fun I think that's such a fun series <laughs> guys Honestly, yes I love it mm-hmm. how did we forget where tangents meet Rachel Rachel oh dude yes shoot Rachel is awesome and geez that's such a cute series like I I really love that there's just so much to her character you see her you see a girl struggling with accepting that something has changed in her life you see someone trying to please literally everyone because she is such a sweetheart she 
completely understands and tries to agree with the people that are hating on her because she hates herself so much. And I find myself at times, it's easy to kind of be down on yourself for things Mm -hmm. that are completely out of your control. It's super easy to be super hard on yourself just like that. Like, I feel like we can all kind of uh, relate to that, you know, hating on ourselves and people pleasing or whatever. But then seeing her grow and learn that it's okay to not be okay, that... Again, please don't worry. Yeah. You have to... You have to look at who you are in the moment and not who you were. Because who you were isn't who's making your decisions now. True. I vibe with that. And you said that on, really well. And on that note, I think we will, you know, close this fun, exceptional Hall of Fame of women <laughs> um, with Rachel and that words of wisdom from B. <laughs> and, you know, I'm... I'm very thankful that I can share the podcast with both of you, both wonderful women. Crying, sobbing. Crying, wonderful women. And I am just so excited to see more from all of them and more future female characters that will just absolutely blow us away and make us feel like we can be just as outstanding in the future. (laughs) I am excited to see more from my two queens that are here with me tonight. Love you guys. Guys, we love you too. Thank you. Thank you for starting this. Boobs, you're the you're the original queen because you were like, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna make it a thing. And then we just kind of jumped on. So thank you. Oh thank you. See, this is a very sweet, wholesome episode. And I'm just happy that we can all just chat and talk about webtoons and other random things every week (laughs) and still connect. I feel like I I bring up a lot. I feel like I have brought up so much random stuff into this. Like, why? Like, today, (laughs) Subin, TXT, (laughs) K-pop. Of course I did that. If we're going to bring stuff in, can we, like, make another lead for females but talk about animes because mikasa yes that's a, we could do another one this month because the whole month's about women history and anime Woo! is history absolutely <laughs> there right. we go there we I go want to talk about bonus bonus hall of fame episode coming up some point this I month i just want to talk about haruhi bro i love haruhi haruhi oh how you my god well don't even get me haruhi started we'll, we'll have to <laughs> come oh tune in for more on yes. our I was gonna do this all like last time I did it, but tune in for part two of Incredible Women anime version. Oh gosh. <laughs> See you next See time. Guys. Next week. I'm Goobs. <laughs> Good night. It's Panda. All right. Bye. I would like to take a moment to thank my wonderful co-hosts and friends, Bee and Panda, for joining me on this discussion of Webtoon Women. If you would like to reach out to either of them at all, I will leave links to all of their social media in the description box below. Let me know your thoughts and opinions of what we discussed today in this episode by messaging me through either of my social media handles. My Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok handles are at the Toon Balloon. I would love to hear from you. Also, definitely tell me any other webtoons, anime, or manga you're interested in, and I may talk about them in future episodes. 
The Toon Balloon podcast can be listened to on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and more. Now, let's end this episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today and taking the time to listen to my humble podcast. I look forward to talking with you again. This is the Toon Balloon Podcast. I was your host, Gooby. See you next time.